Welcome to Texans All Access. We are brought to you in part by Daikin. Hey, Texans fans, get a home field advantage this summer with Daikin Air Intelligence Tips you can use to beat the heat in your home. Learn how to lower your energy costs, reclaim your outdoor space, and breathe easier by improving your indoor air quality. It's all part of Daikin's Air Intelligence, and you can learn all about it by visiting DaikinLovesHouston.com. As one of Houston's largest employers, Daikin is doing big things for your fellow Texans. Check out their outstanding limited warranties and financing options at your local dealer today. Now back to the show. Now back to more Texans talk on Texans All Access. Mark Vandermeer, John Harris with you, Texans Radio. Okay, Johnny, are you ready to play the game that we occasionally play on Thursday? Not all the time, but we're ready to play it tonight. It's called More Likely to Happen. You know it. I am always ready for more likely to happen. Let's go. I like playing these games. Look, Aaron Rodgers doing the game show this week, right? Doing the Jeopardy stuff and doing a nice job. So uh, good for him. And I just, I like that kind of stuff. And I like this kind of stuff. More likely to happen. More likely to happen. More likely to have a better year this season. Jalen Hurts as the so-called entrenched guy in Philadelphia, let's just call him that for sake of this argument, or Andy Dalton in Chicago. Hurts in Philly, Andy Dalton in Chicago. Different kind of styles and everything, but who's going to have the better year, Johnny? I was anticipating you to say Jalen Hurts or Sam Darnold, which – That's good. Yeah, that, I was like, ooh, I was in my mind. I throw was him in the mix, of... too. You know what? We're in charge here, and we can make executive decisions and audibles. So go ahead, throw in Darnold, too. I think I, I watched a kind of a telestrator yesterday with my friend Fran Duffy from the Eagles that he did with Nick Sirianni from, from the Eagles, who had been with the Colts, with Frank Reich, takes over with Jalen Hurts. Uh, in Philadelphia, and I watched that with Sirianni, and I know his initial press conference, everybody kind of ran wild with something that Sirianni just, you know, you and I, we've all done it. You get on the mic, and you start talking, and you can't kind of find the end point of where you want to go, and so you just kind of keep going. Well, that's what he did at the press conference. Everybody kind of made fun of him. I watched Sirianni do that telestrator, and he was really, really good. So I have a lot of faith in him. I have faith in Matt Nagy. I think he's going to do some good things with um, with uh, number 14 there, uh, Andy Dalton. Sam Donald's got Joe Brady. He's got Christian McCaffrey. He's got DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson. I think what Sam Donald has around him is much better than anything he had around him with the Jets. I mean, when Robbie Anderson was with the Jets, those was Sam Donald's guys. I mean, he threw the ball deep to Anderson. I thought that was a great fit. I think Sam Donald of the three – will have a much better season, and obviously we'll see him in 2021. I would put Jalen Hurts next. I think Sirianni's going to come up with some things designed for Jalen Hurts to succeed, and I think Dalton's going to end up being three. I think there's more help around Darnold and Joe Brady. I don't think there's as much. Look, we saw Dave Montgomery have the best game maybe of his career against us in December for the Bears, and I like him. He's not Christian McCaffrey. I like Allen Robinson. I don't know if I love everybody else around Allen Robinson for for Andy Dalton. I like what the Eagles have, and I think Sirianni is going to be a big boost for Jalen Hurts. So I would go Darnold Hurts 
Dalton. That's how I'd rank them in, in terms of who will have a better 2021. I'm not Carolina, obviously, but I, and I'm sure they've done this. You need to look at every Darnold throw and find out why he's not a 60% passer. Being below 60% in the NFL right now is kind of like being below 50% 40 years ago, right? You just can't be below 60%. You better have a darn good reason, and maybe he does. Maybe the receivers drop balls. But between the sub-60% and the turnovers, I got a hard time with Darnold. But obviously, they've watched all the tape. They feel like they can resurrect him. And if you do have a healthy McCaffrey, well, that is some easy money because he can do a yes. whole lot with your short throws and be very productive and up that percentage and enable you to you know, have bailout and have some easy throws and avoid turnovers. Okay, let's get to the next. More likely to happen. More likely to happen. More likely to have the most rushing yards for your Houston Texans. Philip Lindsay, Ooh. David Johnson. Mark Ingram or Mr. X, either Buddy Howell or Scotty Phillips, or somebody we just don't know about who hasn't arrived yet. They draft a guy, you know, they, they get the next hot undrafted free agent or whatever. So more likely to have the most rushing yards for your Houston Texans. Who's it going to be, Johnny? Well, the rushing yards, that's an interesting one. Because if you said to me total yards – I would say David Johnson, and I, I, I would say David Johnson, and I would feel very confident in that. But I could see a situation where my answer, Philip Lindsay, would have just a hair more than David Johnson, but David Johnson is going to give you a little bit more in the receiving game. Texans finding something in that game up in Indianapolis last year. We had 11 catches for, I don't know, 111 yards or something whatever it was, and they were like, oh, wow, okay. That I think David Johnson is going to do even more so this year. So I would say total yards, I would say David Johnson. Rushing yards, I think it's going to be Phil Lindsay. If Lindsay is healthy, I think Lindsay's got a great shot to get, get back to where he was earlier in his career with Denver Broncos, pounding between the tackles. He is a tough, tough guy. To tackle, even though he's only 5'8", 5'9", 180, man, he's hard to tackle. And even when Kareem gave him that lick in 2018 when we were out there in, uh, in Denver, he popped right back up, got back in the game. But the defense was solely focused that day on stopping him. So I think if he's healthy, I think Lindsey has the most rushing yards. I think David ends up with the most total yards combining rushing and receiving. Okay. All right, we'll go with that. Uh, You never know about Mr. X either. All right, more likely to happen. More likely to happen. More likely to hit this number with his new team. Benardrick McKinney, 125 tackles or more with the Miami Dolphins, or J.J. Watt, 12 or more sacks with Arizona. More likely to happen. Who's more likely to hit their respective number with their new squad? And by the way, just for reference here, 125 tackles for McKinney would put him around top 10. Watt, 12-plus sacks, would be maybe close to the top five, certainly in the top 10. Top 10, you you get there with 10 or more usually. I had to give him a 12-plus, though, because 10 just – I don't want to say it's too easy, but it just seemed too low. So 125 tackles for McKinney or 12-plus sacks for Watt, which is it, Johnny? 
I think it's easier. I mentioned this the other day, and I can't remember if you and I were talking about this or I was talking about this with tackles. You know, a lot of people, you know, talked about Terrell Adams, and, and, and I wish Terrell Adams a bunch, you know, great luck. Uh, Sal texted me the other day, hey, what are we getting Terrell Adams? And I told him, mm-hmm. Terrell had a lot of tackles last year, but a lot of people were equating all those tackles with, oh, he should be a starter. And I made the comment that I felt like tackles were overrated. You've got to make the tackles when they're there. But yeah. I feel like sometimes the tackle stat is overrated. So I did the quick math. I'm like, okay, it's now 17 games, so I had to do that. So 125 tackles is a little bit over seven per game. That's a pretty salty number to get to for BMAC. But I think that he's going to hit that. I would put – uh, money, but I would say he's going to hit that number before JJ gets to 12. Now, Chandler Jones will help things, but I would think that teams are going to keep Watt out of the backfield more so uh, than than Chandler Jones. Now, both of them have been banged up the last few years. They're both on the field. Ooh, boy, they're going to be tough to stop. But when one of them when one of them goes down, it's going to impact that number because if if Chandler goes down, JJ is going to see everything. If obviously JJ goes down, then no doubt the number goes down. I think right. BMAC is going to hit that 125. It's going to be tough for either one of them to get to, but I will put the trust in the tackle number than I will the sack number. I think a sack number is, you know, we uh, was it, uh, what game did we, 2019? Yeah, we lost that one. 2019, Watt had, I thought, maybe his best game against Indianapolis Colts. Didn't have a sack that day. But he had like six or seven pressures a quarterback hits that day. Yeah. I thought he was tremendous. So yeah. sometimes the sacks don't tell everything, but I think the tackles, you can make five of them 10 yards downfield. Still, right. still count. So I'm going to go with BMAC hitting the 125 in the tackles. Okay. Final more likely to happen. We could spend a lot more time on this. More likely to happen. More likely because it's been hinted that maybe the league is thinking about 18 games and maybe even expansion. Wow. More likely to get an NFL expansion team. St. Louis, San Antonio, San Diego, or City X. Pick a variable. Pick a wild card. Well, the Chargers get really interesting with this whole thing going out with the Spanos family. And I thought thought John McClain put it best. Whoever is the financier in San Diego with the most money, go buy them and bring them back to San Diego. Mm-hmm. Just bring them back to San Diego. They're never really going to have footing in L.A. as long as the Rams are there. It's right. not going to be any financial hit to stay in Kroenke if the Chargers are there. Not there. Go back to San Diego. Beyond that, San Antonio and – what was the third one? San Antonio St. and – St. Oh, Louis. St. Louis. I like St. Louis. I I don't think Jerry wants any other team in Texas, Jerry right. Jones. Or and at that point, I would imagine <laughs> Cal doesn't want it either. Yeah. Exactly. So, I think San Antonio is going to be a tough, tough sell. St. Louis, I think, ends up being a little bit easier sell. And they've had success, and they're a professional sports town. I think St. Louis is a much easier sell. I'll give you one. I'm going to counter with one. Okay. Those three or – Portland. Ooh. All right. I'll address that next. And we'll go around the league here on Texans Radio. 
Don't miss a single thing on your favorite team. Follow us on Twitter at Houston Texans. This is Texans Radio. Welcome to Texans All Access. We are brought to you in part by Daikin. Hey, Texans fans, get a home field advantage this summer with Daikin Air Intelligence Tips you can use to beat the heat in your home. Learn how to lower your energy costs, reclaim your outdoor space, and breathe easier by improving your indoor air quality. It's all part of Daikin's Air Intelligence, and you can learn all about it by visiting DaikinLovesHouston.com. As one of Houston's largest employers, Daikin is doing big things for your fellow Texans. Check out their outstanding limited warranties and financing options at your local dealer today. Now back to the show. It's like Netflix, but free. Go to HoustonTexans.com and click listen for every episode of our Texans radio shows. Happy Friday, everyone. Keeping you company. Mark Vandermeer and John Harris. It's Texans radio. Great to have you with us. We were just batting some stuff around and more likely to happen and talking about NFL expansion. And not that it's going to happen, but if it did happen, where is it likely to go? And you mentioned San Diego. I brought it up, but you, you made a good point there that it's more likely that if they can do it, if they can build a stadium, if they have that kind of new ownership or even old ownership, even if the Spanoses could do it, although I think that divorce is, you know, so locked in between them and the Spanos yeah. family, uh, the San Diego yeah. people. But anyway, yeah, it's more likely the Chargers go back there. I think St. Louis is interesting because they had a stadium deal all but done uh, with the Rams, should the Rams have wanted to stay, but the Rams obviously can't fault them for moving to that beautiful palace in Southern California. And you mentioned Portland, Oregon, which is kind of interesting. It's interesting. I got to check the city rankings because Austin, not that you'd ever get an NFL team in Austin, but Austin <laughs> is a huge yeah. city without a pro team, right? Columbus was a big city without a pro team. Now they have hockey and MLS, but you know, you're not going to have NFL football in Columbus, Ohio, okay? It's just not happening. You're not going to have NBA basketball in Columbus, Ohio. Now, you might in 20, 30 years, whatever, depending on what the economy does and all that. So I think Portland is interesting, Johnny. That's, that's a good one by you. Well, the one thing I always think about when it comes to that sort of thing, and I was working on the exercise, okay, the 17th game idea. Instead of having the rotating interconference game with the team that finished in the same spot you do, what if you had the built-in rivalry? And so trying to come up with that rivalry with, with Seattle's, it's tough. And Seattle's got to travel everywhere. But, I mean, what I mean by that is when we play Dallas, it's a 35-minute flight. We play New Orleans, it's a 40-minute flight. Our travel within the division is really not exhaustive for the most part. You know, we can stay, you know, east of us and play, you know, every team on our schedule, which I think we did a couple years ago. Seattle – my goodness, they've got a, their trips are just god awful. So if you at least gave them Portland, you know, that's somebody, you know, that creates a rivalry there. I think Portland is a tremendous city. They have been an incredible fan base for the Blazers. I think Portland would be all kinds of interesting for an NFL team to go out there, make it a retractable roof. So you know, weather is not always an issue. We would team out to Portland, but I think San Diego, I think, I think John had a great idea, John McClain, the general, about finding somebody in San Diego that loves the Chargers and bring them back. That would be perfect. 
Yeah, I agree. Uh, they belong there. I know they started out in the early 60s as the L.A. Chargers. Come on. Uh, they're the San Diego Chargers. We still call yes. them that. I try to just call yes. them the Chargers. Just like I, I try to call the Raiders just the Raiders because yeah. that's what people attempted to do when they moved to L.A. in the 80s. Just call them the Raiders, the L.A. Raiders. Come on the Oakland Raiders. And when they moved back to Oakland, I think everybody felt great about that, except for fans in Los Angeles, of course. Uh, yeah. And then they moved to Vegas, and it's like, eh, Las Vegas, I don't know. Although, you know I'm looking forward to going there just to see the spectacle of it all. And I want to oh, yeah. go there. I want to go there when there are fans in a full house. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. I want to see yes. who goes to the game. Can you imagine how many Texans fans, traveling Texans, are going to go to Vegas? Oh, I mean, it's going to be crazy. You kidding me? It's going oh, to be crazy. I want, there's a part of me that wants to go there. I, there's a part of me that wants to play a preseason game against them. So Ooh, we go out there. Idea. We go out there. <laughs> we go out there and practice, and we stay out there. And you know, we just happen to hit a few of the casinos at that time. Which, by the way, you know, Texans radio starts at you know dark thirty in the morning, and I'm nowhere to be found. You'll know where I am. I'm at the blackjack tables. There'd be no question. But that's that. Ooh, that would be fun. But yeah, I'm with you. I did not want to go out there with a bare building, if you will. I wanted to go out there when there's fans in the stands and and experience. Because you're right. I, I think the fan watching in Las Vegas is going to be as uh, as interesting as anything else that happens out there. Like, who's going to these games? That's going to be really fun to watch. Preseason practice in Vegas, though, you got to be indoors. Uh, if, if you had your choice between, all right, a week in Green Bay to practice, play a preseason game, two weeks at the Greenbrier to get Ooh. ready for the first one, or maybe Minnesota, because I'm sure that uh, not always they might have heat waves, but the weather's probably pretty decent for training camp in Minnesota. Those three, pick one. Yeah, the Greenbrier is so fun. And I think the two weeks – is just right. The two weeks is just right. Green Bay I'd, I'd, go for a, I'd go for a month, Johnny. Like it, now knowing what we had, if, if they said, hey, I get to decide and yeah. we're just going to spend the whole, I'd be like, all right, let's go. Let's go. I'll just Do bring my thing. wife and kids up for as long as we could. And then you guys go to school because I'm going to be here at the Greenbrier. And, to, you know, just for those who, I know we've talked about it ad nauseum, but we don't stay on the property. Our department doesn't. And we yeah. still love it, so it's great. Anyway, that's going to do it. We're running out of time, my friend. And I'm sure next week we'll have time to uh, get into more of this kind of stuff. More Texans. We'll catch up with players, coaches. You've been hearing from some of them. They're on the app, on the Texans app, and at HoustonTexans.com. Got all sorts of good stuff cooking for you there. And the Harris 100 comes out, the revised version, right? The updated version comes yep. out next week. Version correct? 2. Yeah, it should be coming out. I submitted it um, Wednesday or Thursday. That's all ready to go, and it will be shined, polished, and buffed for April 29th for sure. I like this Harris 250. I think we're going to up it to the Harris 250. Oh, I just did that, didn't I? Oh, my <laughs> gosh. No, he doesn't want to do that. Okay. okay. Thanks a lot, Johnny, and thanks to everyone for listening. Thank you, Joanna, our producer tonight. Have a great evening, a great weekend, and go Texans. <laughs> This is Texans Radio on Sports Radio 610.